everybody, and welcome back to the Facts and Feathers podcast. The first live edition. The first, well, well I live guess video. Video theme. edition. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We got some big news. Big, big news. We are officially sponsored. I am now licensed. <laughs> we are sponsored by the best scent brand, or scent eliminating, whatever you want to call it, brand. On the market. Oh, hands for down. For deer hunting. Yeah. Scent Thief. Scent Thief. We will tell you that this stuff works. I have personally used it for, I mean, since Russell invented it, yeah. I have used it. I mean, I remember the old logo still. I had can- or bottles of that yeah. way back when. Yeah. And, I mean, I've seen so many crazy things happen while using it. Like, Oh, I mean, even just this weekend, we have video evidence that this stuff works. Yeah. Like, hands down, the best you can buy. Yep. We had a doe come in, and you could tell that, like, she was acting kind of weary. And I grabbed that scent thief bottle out of my bag and uh, gave it a few sprays. And, like, you could tell just immediately she just changed. She just went back to calm, you know, back to walking. Yeah, any other doe, if we would have been there with no cover scent, she would have looked right up at us because we weren't that high off the ground. No, we were, like, 12 foot. Yeah, maybe. She would have looked right up at us and blew and would have been out of there. Yep. But no, even, and her two fawns walked right under our tree. Yeah. We could have just jumped out and tackled them. They were that close. Yeah. So we for sure want to thank Russell for uh, sponsoring us and helping us out. Yeah. That's going to be huge. We really appreciate him helping yep. us out here with all this. He's helping us out and he's also helping you guys out, the viewers. Um, we're going to be doing a giveaway with Scent Thief. And uh, all you guys need to do to enter for the giveaway is um, we're going to go on our Facebook. If you're not following the Facebook, follow it. We're going to make a post with um, Scent Thief's logo. And at the top of the post, it'll say something like Scent Thief Giveaway. And what you need to do is you need to go to the comment section and comment uh, one of your friends' names that isn't already a friend of the page. And then that'll enter you for the giveaway. Yeah, and how long did you say we're going to do that for? Uh, I believe we're going to run it until November 9th. Okay, so... Uh, let's yeah. let's go to the 10th. November 10th, that's a Friday. November so we'll 10th it. is when it's going to close. Yep. So get over there, comment after we make the post. That'll get you entered, and we're giving away... What are we giving away? A big... Yeah, we're going to give away a uh, case of scent. A case, yep. so is that the bottles? Or... Yeah, yeah. It, I think it'll be 12, 12 spray 12 bottles. 12 spray bottles, yep. and I mean... Those are pretty big bottles. I don't know the actual ounces. They're more think, than the 12, aren't they? Because uh, I think the ones we have are the 12, the smaller. 24. Yeah, so 24 ounces times 12. That's It might it might be the 12-ounce bottles. I'm not sure oh, yet what yeah. we're getting, but either way, it's yeah, that's a, a lot ton of scentsies. Yeah. And yeah. it's free, so yeah, go yeah. get in it. Yeah. yeah, if you guys haven't tried it yet, go to the store and buy a bottle and try it. Like I promise you will be amazed by what it can do. Or enter for the giveaway, and you yeah. can get you a free case of it. I was I was amazed just this weekend seeing the things that I saw. It, it it was night and day difference. And then they have so they have the the cover spray that you just spray on all your clothes. Yep. Then we also have the laundry detergent up here and the body wash. And then they also have a uh a wafer deal that comes in like a prepackaged little package that you hang in the tree with you. Yep, there it is. And that creates like a cone of no scent. So it's a, like a cone cover scent from you to the ground. Basically, 
scent thief is the only product that once the deer smells it, they can no longer smell your scent. Yeah, that's what it's doing. Is this target target targeting? Good lord, I can't even <laughs> talk right now. Targeting the area of the nose that like lets a deer smell. Yep. Only product on the market that does it, and the only only scent product on the market that truly works. Yep, made right here in the USA too. Yeah, it's made in our hometown. I mean, in our hometown. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure if it's. It, I mean, it used to be made in our hometown. I think but... it still is. It says on the bottle right here, distributed in Butler. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um. So, this episode is our super spooky Halloween super episode. Super spooky Halloween episode. <laughs> If you guys couldn't tell, we got a soundboard now, <laughs> new mic setup. So we're Colby's really excited to play with all the buttons on this thing. Yeah, um, I've kind of asked you this question, but is there anything you can think of, like anything you've ever seen in the woods that's somewhat scary or unexplainable, or just any time at all? See, I I know we've talked about this before, and I personally have never really experienced something like. That. I mean, I've been scared before. But, like, once, like, walking back to the truck, I'm like, oh, I was probably just, like, a raccoon or something. Right, yeah. I, but I really can't think of any time where I've, like, seen something that's, like, yeah, that's not okay. I need to not be here. Yeah. But I know you say that you have some stories, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the scariest thing I've ever seen is there was one night I was headed home, and I think it was around, I don't know, 11 o'clock or midnight or something like that. And, uh. I was driving through Spruce, coming back to town. Okay. And you know where the cemetery is at Spruce? Yeah. Okay. So I was, you know, I was headed back towards towards our town and uh, came around the corner, like, where the cemetery is, and I see something in the middle of the road. And I was thinking it was a deer. So, like, I slowed down, you know. And uh, as I got closer, I saw it was, like, a really large dog, you know, like a Great Dane or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um. So I'm slowing down, you know, like waiting on this dog to get out of the way, like almost at a stop. And then I see something in the ditch and um, it's like not a very deep ditch, you know, so like you can walk through it pretty easy. And it was a lady in like a nightgown walking through the ditch, mm. pushing a stroller, a, str- a, a stroller. stroller. And it's like, like I said, 11 o'clock at night and it's not warm outside. Like it was like fall to early winter. Wow. And there was also a guy behind her, like, walking with her. And, you know, I'm like, okay, like, whatever. It's where we live. You yeah, know? it's Bruce probably, a, probably a, little, a meth head, you know? A little like, bit of an area like yeah. that. And uh, so I didn't really think much of it. Like, even though it was creepy, she's in this white nightgown, has the long black hair, you know? And mm. it's just, like, what you'll see in a movie. And uh, so I didn't think much of it. Went home. And he was maybe a week or two later. I'm going through there exact same time at night, like within 20 minutes of being the exact same time. And this time I see a light in the ditch about the same spot, kind of like shining around on the road. And uh, as I get up, I notice it's the same guy staying in the ditch with a light looking around and the same woman with the stroller in the ditch. And she, this time she is standing at me or standing like staring at me, full teeth smile. Same nightgown, long black hair, just staring at me, full teeth smile. Oh, I'm already getting chills. I, I like 
Yeah. I, I do not like spooky stuff at all. I won't watch scary movies. I won't like walk into the woods this morning by myself. I was terrified. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, it, I do. I, I can't I, explain it to this day. Like, it's just, it was like, I never wanted to go back by there again. Yeah. I, I, I just do not do well with scary things. Yeah. I don't like it. I like, why would I want to scare myself on purpose? Right. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't understand people that get out there and want to watch all these scary movies. And I don't know. I, I, I personally like watching scary movies, but yeah. especially around this time of the year. Oh my gosh, there's a branch moving over here. <laughs> I thought I'd been had. <laughs> yeah, I think that branch got me last episode. Um, mm. So our deer hunting this week. Yeah, this weekend we did a lot of it and we've not had any. I wouldn't even call it like not having success because we've had great hunts. We just haven't had a buck yet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean... Just like really cool hunts, this conservation ground walking in, seeing what we've seen, and you know taking the time to scout the areas and then walk in and actually hunt them, is what makes the hunt. You know, and oh. then actually seeing like some deer, even if they're bucks or not, is pretty cool. But hopefully tomorrow morning we can see some antlers for the first time before you leave. Yeah, that would be cool. I, I think my favorite part about all of this is like when I'm on the road me and Colby are texting and we're looking at on X maps together and we're like coming up with a plan to try and go make a hunt happen. And then watching all that come together is just super cool to me. Yeah. Like yeah. we went on a hunt this weekend that we've been planning all week. It was Friday. Colby got off work and we took my boat out to the river and boated into a place, which is something I've always wanted to do. And it, it was a really fun hunt. I mean, we saw a couple deer, but the boat ride back was not very fun. It was cold, and I couldn't see very well. And the river had rose about, I mean, almost three foot, yeah, I would think. Three yeah. foot from the, what, four or five hours that we were there? Yeah, not very much time. Yeah. Got back. The current was ripping. Messed up my boat trailer a little bit, trying yep. to get the boat back on. But we were safe. Yeah. A lot I mean, better than was, this morning. It was for sure a lot of fun. Um on the way to scout that ground that we boated into, uh, I was uh, I was driving to the the conservation area, going to go drive to the parking lot, and I walked in um, like three and a half miles or something like that yeah, to scout this walk. area by myself <laughs> <laughs> in Cougar Country. <laughs> yeah, already Halloween weekend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> almost. And uh, but anyway, on the way there to that parking lot, I was driving the the platinum going down this road i'm driving a little bit faster than what i'm probably supposed to be and i hit this you know like dip in the road like going up over this high spot mm -hmm. i think i pulled more g's in that truck than what you could pull in a fighter pilot jet <laughs> look like tom gun out there yes <laughs> i was like like it made me like sick like i yeah oh man when your stomach like drops yeah, yeah. yeah. roller coasters i yeah deal. yeah it, but that scout was cool like walking back in there even though it's made my legs hurt all weekend yeah man i'm sore this weekend we've done a lot of moving a lot of going yeah for sure yeah this morning i mean we actually had been moving so much that this morning colby didn't want to wake up and go hunting with me so i no. had to go by myself i had to pull an audible because we had this plan <laughs> had this plan that we were going to go hunt one of his spots and I drove all the way over to his house almost and realized he's 
definitely not gonna wake up <laughs> no yeah i was out i've all the uh climbing we've been doing all the walking the scouting that i've been doing I'm oh just... i don't blame you one bit i wanted to go back to sleep and then last night i was up until two in the morning getting the pump going at the duck lake because we've been blessed with the water that we've gotten yeah i think the, the man upstairs heard all of our prayers and has sent it to us we've got close to i think four inches over the i don't know when it started tuesday so yeah just today sunday yeah 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 that's gonna be awesome for duck season it's yep. gonna help a lot of things out we've gotten a lot of birds here um oh man just we, the yeah, last like, three migrated. days all week yeah all weekend down by the duck lake we've i mean there's probably two and a half to three thousand birds wow yeah that's crazy i mean that's like probably just ducks like you add on all the brants and snows and everything they're out in that field like oh yeah there's been speckle bellies Flying or not brand specs, yeah, yeah. specs. No, we don't have brands around no, here, i was gonna say are you getting on us are you getting us on a brand hunt yeah <laughs> yeah that'd be sweet yeah but uh i don't know i think it'll be a good season a good beginning of the season at least especially if i can get this duck like full with the water that we have yeah that's gonna be awesome i'd say that pump's probably getting close to shutting off about now it's been running since midnight last night and it's currently 7 30 oh man yeah so, it's got to be getting close yeah it's that's so there's quite a bit of water in there right now yeah but we need all we can get yeah we could go for another four inches yeah i would not be mad no but i'm happy that we got what we got yeah definitely um whenever you're going out on a public piece of ground or not public private piece of ground something only you're allowed to hunt first time you've ever been there how are you deciding, one, where you're going to put a trail camera, and two, where you're going to put your stand? Yeah, okay. Well, I'm obviously going to look at my maps to see what the area looks like, and I'm going to look Onyx at those. sponsor us. Yeah, I really wish Onyx would, because <laughs> I use them every day. I'll be laying in bed at night just staring at Onyx. <laughs> but I'm looking at corners of fields, if there's fields. To put something looking for pinch points waterways are huge i've seen i've killed a lot of deer coming in and out of waterways just traveling through the field because they don't want to be up they want to be low yeah hiding from predators but i'll tell you what i mean i'll put a camera just about anywhere i have that feeling that i'll see something but i'll go to walmart and buy that uh buck jam stuff that or the deer cane those white liquid six dollar things. Better not deer be buying those jammer. That stuff doesn't work. No, no, no. The, <laughs> the, the deer cane, uh, just liquid. Uh, Grandpa calls it like yeah. deer cocaine is what he yeah. calls it. Yeah. But I'll I'll take that and I I think that stuff works a lot because yeah. I've had there's a I'll I'll have to show you over at my place sometime. There's a spot that I put it every year and they've wore down like a two and a half foot hole in the field. Yeah. The people that bail it don't like me, but yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that stuff works a lot, so I'll use it. But just, I mean, putting a stand up though, I'm gonna look at those game cameras and see if you know if that's the area I want. But a lot of it, I'm just walking around and seeing what I think would be a good spot. I just I'll walk the whole thing and whatever I have the instinct to put something, that's where I'm gonna put it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. My first my first thing on a piece of ground, like you said, I'm gonna look at look at the maps i'm going to figure out what i think might be where the deer are bedding transition areas where the deer are eating um and then i'm going to go in there get feet on the ground look around 
find what is actually bedding, what is actually transition areas, you know, and actual food for them. And then I'm going to set up cameras on what I think is going to be the transition between food and beds. Um, find the most beaten down paths, which this time of year is easy to do because there's leaves falling every day. And if they aren't using those trails and they're going to get covered up, if they are using the trails and they're going to stay a trail, you know, with these leaves falling on top of it. Yeah, we're, we've been looking at trails all weekend that yep. we want to set up and hunt because yep. it is easy to see this time of year. Yep. And then this time of year, obviously, you have scrapes showing up and rubs. Um, that's a good place to put a camera. Um, I'm usually going to go in and put out a camera for at least a week, really, if you can get two to three weeks, it's best, um, and then use that information to show me where to put my stand. Uh, I think a really big thing, though, is hunting that transition between bedding and food and also hunting scrapes. Yeah. If you can hunt a scrape, I mean, obviously, that's where you want to be because yeah. those bucks are going to hit that. And not really any scrape. If you can find a community scrape, that's what, you know, that's what to do. Yeah. Um, a lot of times, if you find just a little scrape, it'll be one buck, and that's all that's using it, you know. But if you can find a scrape that's, like, the size of a car hood on the edge of a field, you know, which I've found before, multiple of them, and it seems like they're almost at the same spot every year, um, that's that's what you want to look for is one of those community scrapes where doe and like four or five other bucks are all using it together and that's going to give you a huge chance of killing a deer because those mature bucks are going to want to go back to that community scrape and freshen them up you know every single day and if you can catch one of them in the evening you know right before dark coming in there that's an easy way to kill a mature buck yeah are, are you running cameras all year or do you pointers uh i usually pull mine um you know it might be January or February before I get them out, but yeah, after I'm done hunting, I'll pull them. Yeah. So when do you usually go in and put cameras up? What time of the year? Um, like? let's see. Usually it'll be around June or July. I'll go in. Um, I think this year I was later, and I think it was actually closer to about August by the time I got them out. I was gonna say I usually go in about July and try and get cameras yep. up. Yeah. And you're running cell cams too, though. What, yeah. What cell cams do you use? What um, do you like? Have you experienced? Have you yeah. Heard? My favorite is the um, Stealth Cam. Yeah, they have a really good cell cam. It seems like they work really well. Or um, I've seen good good luck with the Tacticams. Yeah, I've yeah. heard a lot of good things about the Tacticams. Yep. I don't personally own a Tacticam, but I know two two buddies that do own them, and they, they work just fine for them. Um, See, I'm cheap when it comes to deer because I really – Kind of got out of it for a while, so yeah. I just have regular game cameras. I don't have any cell cams, but yeah, it would be cool to have some. Yeah, I have quite a few. Um, I think I have like six or seven cell cams, but oh, wow. most of them are spy point, and I do not recommend spy point. Like yeah. they, if if they are in a good spot, they will take pictures and they will send them to you. Um, the picture quality is trash. Um, just like the pictures it sends to you is trash. If you go out there and pull the card and put it in your computer, the picture quality is fine. But like by the time it sends it to you, they're always like really, really bad because they kind of downgrade them. To yeah, I was to actually reading something like that. They're like the yeah. number on the box isn't actually what you're getting because yeah. that would be if you were like yeah. putting it into your computer. Yeah. Um, and also, SpyPoint has a really bad problem with getting service. So like if you're in an area that the service is kind of shady, you're not going to have service on a SpyPoint. Yeah. Um, 
and I've seen a lot of times where I have like decent service on my phone and no service with my with my spy point, you know. And yeah. you know how hard it is to get service on your phone out in the woods. Oh so my gosh. it's hard, really Especially hard to find with a place. AT&T. I mean, yeah. Good lord, I never have. I'll have service in the most random spots, but like the spots where everybody else has service, it'll be like no. Yep. Yeah. Um. But for sure that. Uh, oh, the stealth cam. Yeah. Yeah, that's I had one of those this year, and I've been using it all year, and it has been great. Like anywhere I put it is full bars of service. Like no matter how deep in I go in the woods, I have full bars of service, and the pictures it sends to you is like super clear. You can actually tell if you're looking at a buck or a doe. Unlike the spy point, you know, unless the deer is five foot from the camera, it's pretty hard to tell whether it's a buck or a doe. Right. Yeah. I got you. Yep. But it, yeah, it, having the cell cameras is a huge advantage. Um, because you're getting that immediate response, you know, you get a picture, it's sending it to your phone, and you can go in there in June or July and put these cameras up and not go back into that timber until you're ready to hunt it for the first time. I think, yeah, I, I like that you brought that up. That's huge, because when yeah. I go in to check my cameras every two weeks when I'm home, I feel like that messes things up, because, I mean, they're obviously, well, and this was before we had our scent through sponsorship, so I was yeah. going in there just raw. Yeah, yeah. That's another thing I really like to do is I like to use scent thief. Like I said, I've been using it for years. I haven't just been using it since Russell started giving it to us, you know. Um, I do like to use Synthief whenever I'm checking cameras. I'll spray it on, you know, my legs and my boots, and I'll bring the bottle with me, you know, and after I'm done messing with the camera, I'll spray it on the camera. Um, and it, you know, I mean, obviously that's going to help a lot. If that deer is coming by walking down your path, and then, you know, boom, it can't smell anymore. Um which, you know, it's obviously temporary, but, yeah. you know, while it's on that path, it's not going to smell you. It's not ever going to even know you were there. And that's a huge advantage. But, like, being able to go in an area, you could even sneak into a bedding area midday, you know, and um, get some cameras hung up, and that buck could walk out later on after you left and not even know that you were there. Yeah. Like I said, just when we used it this weekend, just seeing deer's reaction was just crazy to me. Yeah. Like, it was like a whole different deer. I mean, yeah. they just settled right down when they realized, oh, maybe I can't smell what I think I'm smelling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you can get a deer to come in, and even if they do come in downwind, which I like to keep that scent thief bottle close to me. Um, and if I have a buck or a doe starting to circle downwind, I'll spray a few pumps. And every once in a while you can tell, you know, if you've maybe been sitting there for a few hours and you haven't reapplied your scent thief like you should, um, even, even says on the bottle, it's like 60 to 90 yeah, 60 minutes or to 90 something. Minutes you should reapply. Yeah. And even more if it's raining like it was yep. this weekend. Yeah. And so like, say you, maybe you forget that, which has happened to me a lot of times I'll forget to reapply it and you'll see that deer kind of come walking in, start walking down wind and you know, you're like, Oh, well I'm going to get smelled, you know? So you reach over and grab that bottle and spray it a few times, but she might catch her wind for a second. But once that scent thief gets in her nose. Shoulders drop down, head drops down, goes back to eating, acting like normal. Yeah. I've seen it a hundred times. Oh, right. yeah, and this was my first time this weekend experiencing it. Yeah. He, he did. He just reached up and grabbed that bottle when that doe was acting like she was going to do something, and she just kind of like, huh, maybe, I'd, maybe I'm not actually smelling yeah. what I think I am. Yep. It, it works. and I do think it works. I think there's a lot of products out there that claim they work, but I, I've, I've, I mean, I've used several before this, but I've actually got to see this work. Yeah, and... You know, a lot of other products out there, I think almost every other product out there, they're looking at the game wrong. You know, they're trying to take your scent and neutralize it. Scent thief makes it so the deer can't smell. Yeah. It's a whole, yeah, it's a whole different the game. entire problem is, yeah. is their sense of smell. Yeah, you shut off their nose. 
that deer's done. Yeah. You know? I mean, because I mean, a deer their eyes aren't that great. No. Yeah. And you know, as long as you're doing your part and you're being quiet in the stand and you're moving slow, that deer's dead. Yeah. And we're not saying you shouldn't hunt the wind because you should always hunt the wind. Yeah. That's just that's just common knowledge. Always hunt the wind, but this stuff helps when that wind switches or swirls or yes, you know, for you sure, get pinned down. Yeah. And I mean, there's been multiple times too that it's like I know this big buck has been coming in three days in a row. You know, I've had these pictures on my cell cam. I know he's been coming in three days in a row, but the wind's wrong for me today. I'm still going to hunt it with Cynthia. Yeah. I mean, it might not be the greatest thing, but I know that Cynthia's going to have my back. It's going to help me. It, you know, whenever I go in there to hunt that buck, I've done it, you know, years past and haven't had a problem. Yeah. And, you know, as hunters, we're always looking for that added advantage. And that's just, it's, it, this is what this is. Cynthia is a tool and I'm going to use it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, I mean, for sure, if you guys go, I think it's most big stores anymore, for sure. Oh, yeah, like Shields. About everywhere. Um, Even up in Iowa, where I've been working. They yeah, what, what there. is that? What's that store? Uh, Fleet Farm. Yeah, yep, Fleet Farm yeah. has it. Um, I believe Bass Pro and Cabela's both carry it, too. Yeah, I, I think they do. Yep. It's easy to get your hands on. If it isn't at a store near you, get online and order it. Go yeah, to Cynthia's page. It's not super expensive, no. either. Yeah, yeah, it's it's cost cost effective. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think you guys should definitely go check it out. Yeah, or go on our Facebook and get a free case. Yeah, yeah, definitely injured for that giveaway. Yeah, um, and also, I mean, you guys have been crushing it on the podcast. We, yeah, we we keep doubling numbers. Yeah, like we told you, huge. we weren't going to do this giveaway if we didn't double our numbers, and we yeah, we we did. We yeah, we like tripled our numbers yeah. again after the last podcast. Yeah, I I'm. Just so thankful for how all this is working out. Oh, because yeah. we didn't awesome. expect this. We just decided we were going to come up here and start talking to each other. Now there's actually people listening, and I think that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you guys listening has been a big help. We've been able to get these new mics, you know, which, I mean, we haven't made any money doing this yet, but getting the sponsor, you know, is kind of just giving us some motivation to get the video up, you know, and yeah, uh, get and some new mics and soundboard. We, uh... Our YouTube, we decided on a YouTube. You got a name drop? Yeah. You want to talk about the yeah. YouTube a little bit? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there isn't any videos up yet. But Not there yet, will be but soon. we're getting ready to Hopefully start tomorrow that, that yeah. we'll get some We've got a lot of footage over the weekend. We're just trying to figure out a way to put it all together. Because, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I watch a lot of YouTube where people will... They'll only post the good videos, and they'll have a lot of just yeah. backup footage. And I, I don't really want to be like that. I want to show you guys the ups and downs. Because, yeah. I mean, hunting is not killing. No. We, we're going out there to hunt. Yeah. We're not going out there to shoot something every time. Yeah, so. yeah like, for sure. Whether tomorrow, you know, if we kill anything or not, we're going to still post some of the footage from this weekend just because we have so much good footage of, you know, boat rides in and, you know, just the conservation ground that we've been hunting. We, we kind of have to post it. Yeah, I mean, it's just super cool experiences. Like, yeah. I've had a blast this weekend. Yeah. yeah hunting sure. the ma- yep. first major cold front of the year. Yeah, it can't get, can't get any worse. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, we're going to call it uh, Midwest Madness 2. Yep. Roman numerals, I I. Yep. Midwest, Midwest Madness, I I. You want to give them some background on the on why we're calling it the two? You <laughs> yeah, want to we talk about the first. Yeah, Midwest kind Madness? of talked about that last podcast. Uh, Dad and his buddy had videos they made way back in the day in the early two thousands, and they called it Midwest Madness. So we're going after them and calling it Midwest Madness too. Yeah, I think we we can. I don't, I don't even know how to word that, but <laughs> hopefully, follow in their footsteps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that was pretty neat. Um, but yeah. Check out the, I mean, you might as well just go ahead and go to the YouTube while you guys are listening and hit the 
follow and subscribe button, you know, so whenever we do start posting, you'll get that notification. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Have you created it yet? Yeah, yeah, I, oh, I you have. Yeah, the I have the YouTube. Oh, I didn't created. even know that. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I already made the YouTube. And okay. I just we don't have any videos posted yet, but hopefully tomorrow something cool happens. Yeah, that'll yeah that'll be. But nice. either way, um, yeah, we need next... to come up with a logo for it too. Yeah, and a, and a logo for the podcast. We're gonna if you guys have like know any like logo creators, let us yeah. know. Like go to the Facebook page and you know DM us or comment on the giveaway thing yep. and talk about. We're trying to get some stuff going here. Yeah, we if we can get some graphics made for the logo for the podcast and for Midwest Madness too, that'd be awesome. Because I want to get some some pictures made to hang up back here on the wall behind us. Yeah, um, we're of the logos, slowly you know. piecing together our studio. Got yeah, the old shed antler and the golden duck. Yeah, and my mom was so kind to hook us up with the old mallard sensi, yeah, so that it doesn't sweet. smell bad. In here. Yeah, that sounds sweet. <laughs> Yeah, you get two guys sitting in here talking for an hour. <laughs> yeah, a lot of times we're coming straight from hunting or something. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we're going to get some stuff hung up on the walls. Now that we're doing the whole video thing, which I, I enjoy, because like uh, Roger Sporting Goods has a podcast and that they post on YouTube and they video and I, I'll watch it all the time. Yeah, the Big Honker podcast videos it too, and it kind of gives you something to do just watching it, you know, right. whenever you have time at work, you know, that's nothing's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I really hope I can get my my drop time buck mounted, you know, and have it. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So tell I us about those deer there. that you shot way back in like. Have back I, when they didn't even have rifles. <laughs> <laughs> have we not talked about this? No, I don't think we before? have. Oh, I don't even know if I've had like the full story. Oh yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, so it was back in 2018. I don't even know. I mean, you had like a lot of big things happen after you shot that deer, didn't you? Yeah, like you were in a magazine. Were you in a magazine? No, or something no, like that? no, no, like no, Facebook. No, no, yeah, no, nothing, nothing that cool. <laughs> um, so it was 2018. Let's see, I'd have been a. I want to say I was a sophomore. Yes, I'd have been a sophomore in high school, and uh, I had pictures of this buck. This was like the first year I was actually able to go out by myself, you know, and run cameras and everything. Uh oh. So, something's going on with our camera. Hold Just on, we got technical second. difficulties. Yeah. Maybe well, we um, didn't get any of that on video. <laughs> no, um, I think we got quite a bit of it on video, but there might be a gap in the video. So Oh great. Um but anyway, this was like the first year that I've actually been able to or I was actually able to go out, you know, run my own cameras and everything. Like I had my license for like the first first year season, you know, I was able to go out run cameras and start scouting my own deer and i got this little piece of property i believe it was yeah it was that year i was able to start hunting this piece of property and i set out a camera and started getting this buck on camera and he was the biggest dang deer i've ever had or i won't i don't know if i'd no uh -uh. no he wasn't the biggest deer i had on camera at that time because I had that 190-inch typical down in the bottoms. Mm. But, yeah, never ended up getting hands on him. But mm. That would have been pretty cool. <laughs> that would have been cool. He was a giant. And I still have a video of him. But this was, like, the coolest deer, let's say, that I've ever had on camera. Had this 13-inch drop tine hanging off his right side, I believe. And had this giant ball hanging off the bottom of his drop tine while he's in velvet. And had, you know, like stickers and stuff kind of going everywhere. And 
I was like, wow, like that's freaking sweet. You know, I'll never see him because there's a nighttime picture I had of him. And uh, he disappeared, you know, like any big deer does. Disappeared, and I didn't see anything of him. This was in like August, I think, that I had pictures of him. Didn't see anything of him for months. And I think I might have had one more picture of him, like in, I don't know, um, maybe September, October, but he was just kind of like, part of his rack and it was like maybe it's him maybe it's not um, but ended up not seeing him again you know for a long time and then me and a buddy decided to go out rifle hunting opening day rifle season and it was actually the neighboring property that we went to and it's we were sitting probably two miles from where that camera was um, and we like at that point you know this deer just left my head you know I'm not even thinking about it and obviously I'm a whole different piece of property, so, you know, you're especially not thinking about this deer. Right. And uh, so we're sitting here after we about got in a fist fight out in the gravel road with these guys <laughs> that were on the neighboring property because, like, um, we get out of the truck, and it's dark, and, like, this old guy comes up to me that's, like, 6'8", you know, tall as heck, and he's, like, standing over top of me with his headlight and, like, has his headlight shining in my eyes, like, asking what we're doing there, you know, and everything. I'm like, we're hunting my ground, you know, like, I'm allowed to be here. And he's like, oh, well, we're hunting over here, so, like, don't bother us. And I think he, like, mouths something off of, like, make sure and run all those deer over to us or something, you know. And it's like, yeah, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. And People like that are just, it's just unnecessary. Yeah. Like, just be kind. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we're all out there to enjoy the outdoors. There's yeah. no reason to get in a fight over it. And it's like what they're hunting is this open bean field, and they're there every year opening day. Um, and it's... I don't know, maybe 150 acres or so of open bean field, and there's like eight of them that go there every year, and they just kind of like walk around this bean field all day long, and unfortunately, they usually end up shooting a lot of big deer. Um, but so we get in the stand, it's dark, and I remember like the first thing that we hear is, you know, footsteps and leaves. We can start hearing deer moving around while it's still dark, and sun comes up. We didn't see anything for, I don't know, 30 minutes or so, and uh then I like look to my left, which my buddy is facing straight east, and I'm facing north. So I look over to the west, which is behind my buddy. He can't see back there. And I see this rack. I can't see the body of the deer because it's behind a tree, but I can just see this rack. And I see this long stick like hanging down below this rack, and I'm like, that's a drop time. And like it's still at this point, you know, not even thinking about that deer. I'm just like, that's a freaking drop time. Like, that's <laughs> awesome. And he's, I don't know. 60 yards or so through the timber so i grabbed my my rifle which i think yeah, i was shooting a 223 really yeah and uh pull up this gun which i think i just got it that year or something it was while i was shooting it pull up this gun i get on him and uh like after i told my buddy i was like drop time drop time big deer you know and he's like what you know like I, what are you talking like where you know and i'm like just shut up you know i was like i gotta i gotta work real quick and uh so i get my gun on him and i pull the trigger and he immediately just drops and uh which i think i ended up actually making a bad shot on him i think i yeah i think i spined out and which i think i was free handing out of the tree and you know he was like 70 yards through brush and it probably was just luck you know that i hit him ended up taking a couple more shots at him just to try and put him down um which i i mean i didn't need to uh but we get out of the stand we walk up there and uh, dispatch the deer, and it was, like, just the coolest thing, you know, and 
it was until like that moment that I get up there and I grab his antlers that it hits me and I'm like, I have pictures of a buck with a giant drop tine, you know, and it didn't quite like make sense because that ball wasn't there anymore. He'd broken off half that oh, ball. Yeah. So, you know, like it wasn't like really registering in my head that that was that deer. But then I was thinking, I was like, I have pictures of a giant drop tine buck like way earlier this year, you know, and I see him and start looking through my phone, you know, like looking at pictures, matching the rack, you know, and it ended up being him. So it was pretty neat. But That is cool. Yeah. But it's been at the taxidermist for what, since 2018? Yeah. 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 And it's still like, I think the cape's like still in the pickle and mm. yeah, it like hasn't really been worked on so i like i need to probably go get that and bring it to somebody else and get it yeah down. i probably would yeah because i really want it back here yeah that'd be cool yeah yep um you ready for duck season i'm always ready for duck. I, <laughs> I say that but now that we've been doing this deer hunt i kind of like forgot about duck season yeah. and now i'm like oh i still need to like go get some ammo for my 20 gauge and Get my waders out, make sure they're not leaking. I need to go buy waders still, which we've talked about the last three oh, episodes. Yeah, I was gonna say. I just I wish you guys could see the waders that Colby shows up at the duck line <laughs> with because they look like they're youth models, Cabela's waders. I mean, they basically are. They're like, um, I don't think they're youth model, but they're like yeah, the, he's a sawed shields off. waders. Sawed off. They're youth model, <laughs> four foot eleven. <laughs> oh man. The, but yeah, I'm ready for duck season. I'm oh ready. man, yeah. After, especially after you sent me those videos today, we'll get yeah. you fired up. Yeah, I'll send you videos of the flooded corn. Yeah, all those ducks flying around. Yeah, yeah. There was a ton of ducks down there, and I mean, it's gonna be sweet sitting in the penthouse. Yeah, ducks. that blind is so much fun. Yeah, and we have cooking new, bacon. We got the new dog box this year. Oh, that's gonna be huge running a dog. Because yeah. how many times last year we lose a duck in that small lake? Like yeah. three ducks at least yeah. that I know of that yeah. just disappeared. Probably every single one of them were banded. Yeah, probably. That's how it goes. <laughs> you know, you can always tell people you lost a double van, but yeah, yeah. yeah I, I love running dogs though. I mean, especially our dogs. Like I feel like, yeah, they just work good. Yeah, it's cool to see a dog bring your duck back. <laughs> yeah, it's it'll be neat this year too with the new dog box on the blind. Yeah, I'm I'm just glad that. You guys went and brushed it in a lot more because I yeah. think that's going to be huge. Yeah. Just make a day and night difference. Yeah, we still need to put like another load of brush on it or so, and then brush in the the shooting windows with yeah. some with some grass. But luckily this year I got a like I don't know it's probably like a five acre field of rip grass that's like six foot tall. Oh, it's just nice. solid rip grass, and the guy told me I can just come cut as much of it as I want. Oh, heck yeah. We're going to so, have to get one of those weed eaters with the metal blades. And yeah. There. That's how I've cut, like, all my duck blind brush was just a weed eater with a metal blade. I've cut all my um, duck blind brush with a hedge trimmer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that works, works really good. Yeah. You can hold it with one hand and just take the hedge trimmer and cut it off with the other. What I want is the Milwaukee hedge trimmer that's cordless. Better, yeah. Yeah. But they're like really expensive, and it's kind of hard to spend that money on duck hunting. Well, if the podcast keeps growing, yeah, then yeah, maybe you we guys can get some cool Milwaukee tools <laughs> to work on those videos for you guys. Yeah, yeah, it's sweet though, just like having everybody listening and being able to start the YouTube now, and it's like maybe, I'm really excited. About maybe the one of these days, like it'll pay for itself to where we can keep making cool content for everybody. Yeah, maybe we'll get to take some trips or something. Yeah, with it, you know. Yeah, start working on some more sponsorships and stuff. Yeah, yeah I and think it's awesome. That's another thing. Like anybody down the road that decides to sponsor us, like I'm gonna make sure that 
they're going to want to do giveaways with us because I want to be able to help out the viewers like they help out us, you know. Right, or discount codes or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah anything. But, yeah, the, like having the sponsors help the viewers and help us both is, you know, huge because the viewers are what does it all. You know, they're the ones that pay us. So. Yeah, this is, yeah, it's, it's super cool. I never expected it to get this big. And I think that it's just going to keep growing from here, and I hope it does because I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I don't know. What do you need for duck season? Do you have all your stuff, you think? I need waders. Waders? Yeah, that, that's, your, that's your big waders. list. Yeah. yeah. I think really the only thing I want to get is probably like a case of that boss for my yeah. 20 gauge. Yeah. Yeah, I need to buy a set of waders, and then I think at that point I'm pretty much good. I mean, I might have to buy a few boxes of shells this year. but Yeah, I've still got quite a bit for my 12 gauge, but I don't really like shooting my 12 gauge down there at the – penthouse no yeah I'd, I'd for sure at least shoot a 20 gauge you know yeah. if not smaller like sub 20 gauge yeah, yeah. I, I we went up there when i bought my 20 gauge and i was staring at that 28 gauge and i, I wish i would have got it but yeah maybe next year those birds have to do it so close there at the penthouse that it's you know it's a place that you can confidently shoot anything under a yeah 12, you it's know? super cool watching them break those trees too yeah yeah and especially this year with the the corn like it conceals it to where they have to go, you know, to the to the shooting hole. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of corn in there, too. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was pretty neat today walking through what was flooded, and you can see, like, the ears hanging down in the water, and it was, it was really that, neat. That's awesome. Yeah. Just thinking about just you're, you're giving ducks food. Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. And then the neighboring property has, like, thousands Three, of birds, birds on, on it. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is just – it's waiting for the – for the lake to fill up. Yeah. Which I honestly I, I like that it's there because now we can traffic birds and to if they start shooting then yeah. those those ducks are gonna go somewhere else. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah. It'll probably help us out in the long run. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've never never dissed on those neighbors for having that lake because it does nothing but help help us. Yeah. You know? It holds birds. Yeah. Yeah, there's that lake there, and then there's multiple irrigation lakes on the whole other side, you know, and all that around there. It's just a huge flight yeah, pass of birds. Right it's, by the river. Yeah. You know, those birds love the river, which that river hunt that we went on was super cool. We didn't shoot yeah. anything, but that was in the snow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that was just a wrong. I think we should have went in the evening, maybe. Yeah, I think Cause I, that I mean, or like even midday, because I kind of think they were loafing on it possibly. But yeah. really what we should have done is we should have went down, I think it's down river. No, up river. Where I saw a bunch of Canadians. That's where, oh, that's where we should have. The bigger there. hole. Yeah, yeah. It had something open. It was a little more. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, there was, I don't know. Well, that was, what kind of bird was that that tried to eat your decoy? Yeah. <laughs> it was like a crane or yeah, something. It was, it was like yeah. one of those small cranes. Yeah. Could do. That was, yeah. He comes in and that starts, was hilarious. starts eating on my pecking Dakota. Pecking on the head. Dakota. I was like, what the heck? Yeah. I, I had never seen that. I haven't either. Yeah. I've never seen like a crane just land next to a, duck decoy and start like yeah he chowing was, down on the head pecking on his head i was like wow had the whole head in his, oh, in yeah, his beak that was, yeah that was something cool you know some of some of the things we see people are like no way yeah <laughs> yeah but now that we're gonna be recording <laughs> yeah i know we'll probably be the people that find sasquatch <laughs> <laughs> sam's quench yeah just like the places we go that nobody else goes to it's oh, like man. yeah yeah, we'll be the ones that have to explain our story, and then nobody will believe us. Yeah, it'll, like your dad was saying, it'll be blurry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the video will be blurry when, once we finally find it. Right. <laughs> oh, man. I will tell you what, though. Super spooky Halloween episode. Super spooky Halloween. Yeah, we haven't talked much about the no, spookiness. No, this, um, our studio, 
Like, oh, spookiest yeah. dang place I've ever been to. I was sitting here for, I don't know, 15 minutes or so while I wait on you to get here tonight. And, like, it's just, it's freaking creepy. Like, it, it is. Just, it has that feeling of. You don't think about it, like, while we're in here talking, but, like, walking in and out. Is, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, especially whenever you're by yourself up here. Yeah. And I've came up here. Tonight was my third time up here by myself, and every time it's like you're just like constantly like looking around, you know, and like just waiting for something to jump through the door at you because it's just so spooky. It's up just here. like an old office building. Yeah, what we're in, but yeah, it's... there's like it's just this old two story office building that, and we're in the top story, like in the very back corner of it, and it's like you walk through multiple offices to get back to it, and it's just yeah, it is kind of spooky. Yeah, and that door, Colby fights with the door every time we're here. What door? <laughs> the door to get in and out. Of oh, it goes both ways. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like it's got like the the push, you know, handle on both sides. Like it doesn't have the pull handle, you know. Yeah. So like every time I like push it whenever it needs to be pulled, push I pull it, pull it whenever it. it needs to be pushed. Spin yeah. it, bop it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it that door is a pain. Um, I don't know. It's cool to have in this place. Yeah, I'm glad we have somewhere to do it because I don't know where else we would have done it. No, we would have had to done it in our warehouse, and that would have been awful. Because we would have had to have built like a little room in it, and then we oh had yeah, that's to... what you were talking about. Yeah, yeah, we it would have took a lot of time and money. Yeah, and then put like a AC unit in it for the summer, and then have like space heaters in it for the winter, and this has yeah, we would have went broke there. trying to make a podcast. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, we've been yeah, this is huge though. Yeah, having this space. And then actually having people that listen to us. Yeah, I, I just want to thank everybody again. Because yeah. that's awesome. Just yeah, that's ha- actually having people listen to me. I mean, I don't even like listening to myself sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I do listen to every podcast. Like, oh, I'll listen three to Three times every week, yeah. you know, but I don't know. It's cool just have, actually having people that enjoy it. Yeah, I think we're going to have to, we need to get on the Facebook and like see what people want to hear. Try yeah. And, try and, we want to hear from you guys some more, I think. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. yeah, if you yeah, yeah if you guys want to, you want to talk about or questions or stuff like that, yeah, just let us know on the Facebook page. Yeah, while you're on there, um, commenting on that post, you know, to uh, for the giveaway. Don't for forget the giveaway. about the giveaway. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Comment like something else we could talk about in the next podcast or something that like maybe if you have like a question, if you have trouble with something in the woods, you know, maybe we can help answer it because yeah. between us two, we have quite a bit of experience between deer hunting and duck hunting both. Yeah, we can probably answer dang near any question. Hopefully, if not, we can come up with a solution. That I mean, we not... have this new soundboard now, so we can make some phone calls to somebody that. Does yeah, we know. can. We can get on the phone and see see if we know somebody that knows. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that we know somebody that knows an answer. We to do anything. know a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. What's or, the Facebook yeah. page again? Is it? It's just the it's, podcast yeah, name, right? Yeah, just type in the Facts and Feathers podcast, and it'll come up. Okay, so that's how you guys can find it. It's on Facebook. Yep. I might start a TikTok too for the yeah. for the YouTube channel or something. Yep, we'll make some short videos on there. Or something. Well, and now that we have the video side of the podcast, we can do TikTok for it also. Like yep. if we have like Just funny, little cuts, yeah, like funny clips, clips, you know. Yep, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I think we should wrap this one up. Yeah, We're gone. We're at our time. Gone a long ways, but yep. yeah. Go check out Scent Thief. Huge thank you to Russell for hooking us up. Yep, and he's gonna hook you guys up too. We're gonna give it away so yep yep check that out check out the youtube um midwest madness too yep check out the podcast facebook page follow it comment in the comments yeah keep telling your friends about the podcast too yep you know we're out on 
all the major streaming platforms, aren't we, for the podcast? Yeah, Spotify, Apple, and then there's like a bunch of other little ones that probably nobody listens to <laughs> on the, you know. But yeah, yeah, if like I, it should be any of them, I think. Yep, just the facts and feathers podcast. Yep. 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 Now we're gonna have some video to go with it too, so you guys get to see yeah. what we look like. Yeah, the video will be, I think, exclusive to Spotify. Um, maybe Apple. I'm not sure if they do video or not. I forgot to look. I've never seen it, but they might. Yeah. But anyway, if you want to see the video, you can for sure go to Spotify and see it. Um, hopefully, if it's not out on this this episode, it's because that camera shut off midway through. So if, yeah, if I'm not to. able to put that together somehow, it might not happen. But for sure, next episode, there will be video. Yeah, or we can at least do like some of it, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope so. Um, I don't know how, how it'll work with that split on the editing for the sound, you know. But Yeah, that's good. We'll uh, figure something yeah, out. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to figure it out if I have to. I'll maybe call one of the kids I went to high school with that really liked computers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. And yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. We'll, we'll see, see you next, next time. time. Yeah.